Hello, friends. There's lots of interesting things coming up in the Stoic Coffee community, so make sure that you sign up for my newsletter on my website at stoic.coffee. You can also follow me on Twitter at stoiccoffee and on Instagram at stoic.coffee, and you can find my LinkedIn page by searching for Stoic Coffee Break on LinkedIn. Now, I also wanted to let you know that I'm starting a mastermind for tech entrepreneurs as the world of tech is accelerating, and I've had people reaching out to me for a group grounded in Stoic principles. I'll be your facilitator as we tackle some of the big questions in tech using the tools of Stoicism. I have a few spots left for senior tech entrepreneurs and decision makers to join me for a one-hour bi-weekly session. I'll be interviewing candidates to form a tight group for the first cohort of five people, plus myself. Now, if you're interested in joining this, please reach out to me at masterminds at stoic.coffee. Now, again, that's masterminds at stoic.coffee. Thanks again, and thank you so much for listening to the podcast, and I appreciate your support. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Stoic Coffee Break. Today's episode, The Greatest Obstacle to Living. Putting things off is the biggest waste of life. It snatches away each day as it comes and denies us the present moment by promising the future. The greatest obstacle to living is expectancy, which hangs upon tomorrow and loses today. You are arranging what lies in fortune's control and abandoning what lies in yours. What are you looking at? To what goal are you straining? The whole future lies in uncertainty. Live immediately. Seneca What I like about this quote by Seneca is that it really hits upon one of the things that we as humans struggle with, and that's this idea of expectations and expectancy, that we get so stuck on what's going to come and what we want to have happen in our lives that we forget to be present in our day-to-day living. And this quote also does a great job of wrapping up two of the main ideas of Stoics. And the first is memento mori, the idea that we need to remember death, that we're going to die, and that we could die at any moment. And the reason why this is important for us to remember is that because we could die at any moment, there's really only now or not now, that we need to be present and focused on this moment because it might be our last. And the second topic, or the second idea that they really talk a lot about, is amor fati, which is to love your fate. Because Seneca tells us here that the whole future lies in uncertainty. And so if we can learn to love our fate, then we can embrace the things that are going to happen to us. Because we can't control those things that are going to happen to us. They're going to happen whether we like them to or not. And we can either fight and struggle and hate all of these things that are happening to us, or we can learn to embrace them and find ways to work within them and to learn from them. Many of the great philosophies and religions focus on mindfulness, of being in the present moment. And what does that mean to be in the present moment? How does that, what does that mean to live in the now, as some people say? Well, for me, it means bringing my focus and my attention and my awareness to, as much as I can to the present moment to be fully engaged in my life, to be involved with the people around me and to be very aware of my current settings and be, you know, absorbed in the work that I'm working on rather than thinking too much in the future and getting stuck there. Because to be honest, I do get stuck in the future a lot. 
I think about all these great things that I want to do and how great it's going to be next week or the week after that. And pretty soon it is next week. And I didn't get done any of the things that I really wanted to because I spent my time focusing or thinking about how great it's going to be rather than focusing on the present moment to create that future that I want. And it takes a lot of effort to keep myself in the present moment, to not get stuck thinking in the future. I mean, this is kind of a lifelong habit that I think some of us pick up, and it's not an easy one to break. But I found that when I'm more present and more focused in the moment, things seem a lot more vivid and intense. And I mean that in a good way. I mean, it's like I'm more awake in the world. For example, when I go on a walk in the woods near my house, I make sure that I take the time to slow down and to really just look at the trees and the colors and the textures of the bark and look up at the sky and see the blues or the grays, because we live here in Portland, and to smell the different smells that are coming along. If it's raining, have that smell of rain coming up, or if I'm walking near a cedar tree, that, that kind of sharp smell that cedar has. So, and by just really slowing down and focusing on what's around me, I notice that the colors are much more vivid and the sensations of, of the wind and other things are much, much stronger. And it's kind of like going from being in a half-waking dream to being fully awake and present. And it's really, I don't know, it's really a great feeling and it's something that I try to do at least a couple of times a week. So how do we get in this habit? I mean, how do we get stuck thinking in the future? I think a lot of us, for me anyway, when we're growing up, we get focused on what's going to be happening next. I mean, when we're in grade school, we can't wait to get to middle school because middle school is so cool. And then when we're in middle school, we want to be in high school because high school is so much cooler than middle school. And then when we're in high school, then we're just we can't wait to get out to college and, and all these great experiences we're going to have. And then when we're done in college, you know, can't wait to get out and start our careers and start a family or whatever plans we have. And so we're always focused on what's going to be happening next rather than just enjoying where and when we are. And the thing is, is that whatever our future holds, it's all going to happen anyway. So we really should just take that time and focus on enjoying today. Part of what focusing on today does is that if we can do well with all the individual things that we're going to do in our present moment, then we're going to build a great future going up. It's kind of like creating a painting for me. Um, have you ever seen the painting? The It's called A Sunday Afternoon on the Island of La Grande Jatte. It's by George Surratt. And for those of you who've seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off, it's this. it's the painting that they stare at when they're up in the art museum. It's also the, the painting that's in a Sunday, a Sunday in the Park with George, which is a Stephen Sondheim musical. And in Ferris Bueller, they, they have this point where they're staring at this painting and the camera is getting closer and closer and closer to the painting till pretty soon you see that it's just made up of all these tiny little flecks of paint. And what Sorart did with this painting, and this was what's crazy about it and, and absolutely amazing is that he painted this gigantic 10 foot painting with tiny little specks of actual unmixed paint. So if he wanted to create the color purple, he didn't mix purple on his palette by using red and blue. He took red dots and blue dots and dabbed them onto the canvas so that your eye actually fused the colors and made it into purple. And this took him two years to work on and to finish and when you think about that, 
that's a lot of crazy intense focus on very small parts of this gigantic canvas that he had to work on every single day. And he brought this this deliberate focus and attention to it that pretty soon doing each part exceptionally well, he had this exceptional and amazing painting. And for me, this is kind of what creating a life is like, is that we focus on one small part over here and we do it really, really well. And then we focus on this next small part, which is when we get to that. And we do that one really well. And pretty soon we've got this great tapestry or this great canvas that we've been painting on. And we have this life that we've created that is just absolutely amazing. But it's made up of all these small, very deliberate moments that we take. There's a great quote by Stephen Chandler in his book, The Time Warrior, that for me kind of sums this all up. And he says, don't create your year, create your day, figure out the perfect day and then live it. The year will take care of itself. So will your life. And I I really just, I love how succinctly he puts that. So what can you do to create your perfect day? Well, here's a few ideas that I have. I think that choosing the things that are most important for your day and doing them with real care and real focus and doing them exceptionally well is probably one of the best places you can start. And just let go of what you're going to do tomorrow because tomorrow doesn't exist yet. So it's not real. Now is what's real. And now is the only time that you can really do anything with. Next is, don't be busy, but be effective. Are you doing something that really matters or are you just wasting time to pass time? Next is... Do whatever it is you're doing well. Don't half-ass your way through something, but do it with care and a lot of focus and love, if you will, and do it in a way that makes you proud, even if it's something that's mundane or boring. If you do it really, really well, there's just, I don't know, it turns something that could be a mundane task into something beautiful. So I also want to ask, you know, I also want to discuss how do we what are some exercises we can do to really keep ourselves in the present moment? I think the biggest one is to slow down. And this is one of the hardest ones for me to do. But it takes time to live deliberately. And we get so caught up in finishing whatever it is that we're doing that we forget to enjoy the creating and the doing of what it is that we're doing. Next, we can just stop. Sometimes we just need to stop and breathe And take that time to look around and and see the world and to be thankful. I know that some people will set reminders on their phone so that they they have something that kind of clues them in to take a moment, take a breather, and recenter themselves. And I think that's a great idea. Next, and this is one of the biggest ones, is to write down the things going on in your head. And this is really effective for me. And I find that when I do it, it really kind of gets the future out of my head. If I take these ideas that are spinning around in my head and I throw them down on a piece of paper, then I get it off my mind. I'm not thinking about those things anymore. They're not, they're not taking up energy that I could be using to work on something else. And I also found that if I, if I spend time trying to hold on to these ideas and appointments and such, then half the time I forget them anyway. So writing them down is probably one of the biggest things you can do to free up brain cycles. Living immediately helps you to worry less about the future because your focus and your attention is on the present. And this helps you to also not feel overwhelmed 
because your future is not your focus. Now is the focus. And now is, is kind of small. So it's not really all that overwhelming. And if you can focus on this now, and then the next now, and then the next now, pretty soon you've got a whole chain of these great nows that you've created because you weren't sitting there thinking about the future. So I'm going to finish up with one of my favorite quotes. It's I've used it before, but I really, really like this. And it's uh, from Ferris Bueller. And I love the part when he says, life moves pretty fast. And if you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. And that's the Stoic Coffee Break for today. Thanks for listening. Hey friends, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like what you hear, please head on over to my website, www.stoic.coffee. There you'll find a link to my Patreon page where your pledge can help me make and grow this podcast. You can also sign up for our weekly newsletter, browse the Stoic reading list, and find previous episodes. I really appreciate your help in building this podcast, and thanks again for listening.